0: nothing can be more frustrating than missing a moment even worse when it is the kind of opportunity that marks the deal of a lifetime have you ever had that kind of experience have you ever been positioned to achieve something great or significant and for whatever reason somehow you missed your cue maybe you responded the wrong way or talked out of turn Maybe you forgot about the appointment. Maybe you weren't paying close attention. Maybe you didn't know what to do and you were operating with limited knowledge about the situation. Or perhaps, maybe you knew, but you chose to do your own thing. I've had those moments when doors that I had been praying for were open right before my eyes and somehow I missed walking through them because I wasn't fully prepared. At other times, I've had doors open up for me and I didn't walk through because it was not like what I had envisioned in my mind. Truth be told, there are those moments when the doors swung wide open, but I started tripping and before I knew it, the moment slipped away. Sometimes the opportunities present themselves over and over again, somewhat like a cycle. Like the friend I have who shows up around the same time each year to resume where we left off the previous year, no matter how bad a break it was for us the last time. Hmm. Whatever the reason, sometimes we do miss appointments and are fortunate enough to secure a second, even a third chance at getting it right. But there are those moments that are really once-in-a-lifetime opportunities And if we're unfortunate enough to miss those kinds of trains, recovery is oftentimes always impossible. Let's talk about it. Thank you for joining me on this segment of the Building According to Pattern podcast series. I am your host, yours truly, Georgia A. Bryce. It does feel like I went AWOL for a minute. But there's no worries. I'm still here. But I decided to take the last two segments to give you a peek into the other dimensions of the business that I manage from my father. That is Building According to Pattern, LLC. Now, I have the opportunity to share from my presentation to, at the Women Empowering Women conference that was held in March of this year. And if you have been following this podcast, you would have seen the video on Dominion Activation, The Power of Your Creative Energy. I also had the opportunity to share with you the message I presented at my kingdom community a little bit over a week ago concerning the kingdom citizens' responsibilities. Now, these videos or associated links are still accessible on my podcast page. So if you have not had an opportunity to view them just yet, it's certainly not too late. From time to time, I will step away from my regular podcast format just to mix things up a bit. And I hope that you don't mind this at all. Now, if you're tuning in for the very first time, please grab a pen, your journal, and I want you to sit back, relax, and get ready to be exposed to some revelational knowledge that I guarantee will forever alter the course of your life if you're receptive enough. Get to my podcast page if you're hearing this message on another platform. And if you're already on my podcast page, I'm going to encourage you, after listening to this message, take some time to scroll through the list of archived messages that have been available since September of 2013, believe it or not. Now, I can say with confidence that you are going to find at least one segment that resonates completely with where you are at right now, and most certainly with where you're hoping to go in your life Uh, these messages are all thought-provoking they're informative and you will find they're definitely challenging to say the least and if change direction and accountability is what you are seriously after you are certainly in the right place at the right time now i have one question for you are you ready to do this well let's go This week's podcast segment is entitled, Getting It Right the First Time. The missed opportunities that you can, I'm sorry, the missed appointments that you can never recover. Now, I would love to tell you that you shouldn't worry. That it's gonna be alright. That you'll get your second stab at whatever, quote unquote, it might be for you. There is the possibility that you could, and that would certainly be my hope. But the fact of the matter is... Sometimes a missed opportunity may never ever present itself a second time around. In fact, I'm going to take it a step further to say that the old cliche we so often rehearse, love to rehearse, that God is a God of second chances, it's not always true. Sometimes that idea or concept is what like I'd like to dub a bold-faced lie. Now let me wait until you collectively catch your breath. Did you just hear Georgia say that God is not always a God of second chances? Yep, you got that right. That, my dear friend, is a false religious ideology that has sent many souls to a place of eternal separation from God and damnation and has been the cause for short-circuiting the purpose and destiny of so many others. God does not always give us second chances, and you need to be clear and mindful of this truth. Why do we like to subscribe to this idea? Well, the reasons may vary, but I have found that for most people, what it really comes down to is an excuse for them to do their own thing with the hope of catching up sometime later. But I have found that there is grave danger in this kind of thinking. Now here's an abstract from an article that was written by Jenny KCAD entitled The Value of One Second. And I wanna read that to you. Second is a unit of time that is mostly ignored or neglected by everyone. In a day we have 24 hours, 60 minutes in every hour, and 60 seconds in every minute. Most of us calculate our daily work schedule based on the number of hours or minutes. But who actually thinks of each and every second in one minute? We often say and hear, One hour to complete. 15 minutes are enough. We'll complete in 40 minutes. We'll take half of an hour. In this hustle bustle of hours and minutes, we often tend to forget the value of seconds. Even if we peep into the reality of life, there are many live examples to make us realize the importance of one second. When someone misses a train, it's just a span of one second. Losing the race in Olympics is again a difference of just one second. Escaping from the clutches of a tiger in the jungle is also a matter of just one second. And surviving an accident. Just one second. Above all that, how can we deny the fact that the distance between life and death is also one second? There is no bigger truth than the fact that in just a span of one second, a life can transform to death. How can we ignore the importance of this one second that can take us to the deathbed? There is no power or magic that can rewind that one second from life and change whatever happened. If that could happen, a life could have been saved, someone could have won the Olympics, someone could have bored the train, and someone could have died in the clutches of a tiger or in an accident. Unfortunately, no one can rewind time, not even a single second if that one second is lost, we have to face the consequences no matter what. A second quote from Wael Abel Gawad puts the concept of time just as profoundly. This is what he says. To realize the value of one year, ask a student who has failed a grade. To realize the value of one month, Ask a mother who has given birth to a premature baby. To realize the value of one week, ask an editor of a weekly newspaper. To realize the value of one day, ask a daily wage laborer who has kids to feed. To realize the value of one hour, ask the bride who's waiting to meet her groom. To realize the value of one minute, ask a person who has missed the train to realize the value of one second ask a person who has avoided an accident to realize the value of one millisecond ask the person who has won a silver medal in the olympics now this podcast segment is not really centered on seconds and minutes and hours or even days If you were challenged by the information I cited from these two authors, wonderful. But there is something bigger and of a weightier matter than time itself. And I've often said that ignorance is not bliss. Your ignorance could cost you big, even your very life. Bigger than the subject of time is the controller of time. The master designer and manufacturer himself, the Lord God. The one who created and continues to uphold the universe and all that's in it, including you and I, by the word of his power. Let's not for one minute or even a millisecond be mistaken. The master designer has not lost his patent for earth. He is very much still in control. He still determines times and seasons. He still has jurisdiction over when things begin and when those very things come to an end. He still knows the moment when we will enter the realm of the natural and the very moment when we will separate from our physical bodies in a state called death. He knows the very number of hair strands on your head. He knows absolutely everything there is to be known about you. Even the very thoughts you will think before you think them. And he knows the purpose for your birth, the destiny for your life, and the trajectory or established pathway it will take for you to arrive at your expected end. He knows what it will take to get you to where you need to go. The vision that you have in your mind for your life. Now here's the clincher. If you don't know this, Or you know but choose to ignore this because you in all of your wisdom have somehow managed to craft a better plan for your life than his? The fate that I referred to earlier could very quickly become your own. Your ignorance of or your reluctance to subscribe to your master manufacturer's way of doing things or of living your life could cost you your entire future and quite possibly With no second chances of recovery. If this idea scares you, it probably should. Right at this moment, you might be trudging a pathway that was never designed for you. Right at this moment, you might be burdened by a weight that you were never ever designed or assigned to carry. Right at this moment, you might be entering into an alliance with someone that was never assigned to your life. Right at this moment, you could be simply walking in disobedience because you've chosen to reject truth. I want to spare you from ever having to experience one of those moments. A moment missing an opportunity or an appointment that you may never get a chance to recover from. I want to help you get it right the first time, every time. There's an interesting narrative that is detailed in your manual for living, the word of God, that tells of one of those moments when a missed opportunity could never be recovered and that the cost the individual experienced was the loss of his very destiny. It is detailed in the book of 1 Samuel 13. This was the experience of King Saul, the very first king in the nation of Israel. Now Saul was installed as king over the Jewish people after they demanded of God to place a man to rule over them like the people of the surrounding nations had. After warning them of the consequences of having another human being rule over them, God gave them the desire of their heart. And Saul was anointed to be king over God's chosen people. Now here he was into his second year as king. And as we step into chapter 13, you find him making the decision to go up against the Philistines who were at the time Israel's greatest nemesis. So he strikes a stronghold or a community under the control of the Philistines who in turn decided to respond with military action against the people of Israel. I'm not too sure what Saul was thinking when he decided to provoke this confrontation or to start this confrontation with the Philistines. But what follows is that the Philistines assembled a huge army which drove fear into the hearts of the people of Israel who in response decided to run away and hide in caves for fear of dying at the hands of their enemy. Here was Saul left with just a fraction of his army facing the enemy and not having a clue of what to do. The protocol at the time for Israel was that Before undertaking any major governmental decision, particularly concerning military action, the king was to consult with the priest for instructions and directions from God. So at this point, Saul decided to wait the standard seven days to see if the priest Samuel would show up. And when he didn't, Saul took matters in his own hands and decided to proceed with offering sacrifices unto God A task that was only to be carried out by the priests. No sooner had he done this, Samuel shows up. And the very first question he asks Saul is, What on earth are you doing? Saul went on to lament how his men had abandoned him in the middle of the heat. How the Philistine army was advancing against him and he had not yet consulted with God. And how much it was Samuel's fault for not showing up in the specified time. As such he had to take matters in his own hands, although he did not want to. Nowhere in the middle of this response did Saul admit to violating protocol and being outright rebellious against the instructions and standards that God had established. Nowhere did he confess to picking a fight he could not win or taking on something that he did not have the capacity to handle. And certainly, nowhere do we see Saul admitting that he was wrong for going ahead of God and not consulting God first before initiating a fight. He neither had the manpower or the resources to sustain. Everything he had done was everyone else's fault, not his. Now Samuel's response left me with chills and it caused me to seriously reflect on my own life and my own way of doing things whether I was violating protocols, and whether I at times operate in direct rebellion or indifference to God's instructions or to his prescribed way for doing things. Here is what Samuel said to Saul in verse 13 to 14 as cited in the message version of the Bible. That was a fool thing to do, Samuel said to Saul. If you had kept the appointment that your God commanded, By now, God would have set a firm and lasting foundation under your kingly rule over Israel. As it is, your kingly rule is already falling to pieces. God is out looking for your replacement right now. This time, he'll do the choosing. When he finds him, he'll appoint him leader of his people. And all because you didn't keep your appointment with God whoa god had had a plan in place to establish and secure saul's position as king over israel it was in his mind to bless and to prosper saul but in that one moment of folly of leaning to his own misguided understanding that one act of disobedience of ignoring the established protocol saul's destiny the course for his life was permanently altered. Did God change his mind concerning pronouncement against Saul? Did God give Saul a second chance as we always have been led to believe? Unfortunately, he didn't. In fact, if you read the succeeding chapters, you will find that when Saul made the attempt to reach out to God for his direction regarding the next course of action that he, Saul, needed to take, The manual says that God did not respond at all. It was too late. Saul's end from that day on was imminent. He never recovered. And in the end, he did lose his throne to some unimportant kid whose job was to shovel sheep dung. That kid's name was David. Right at this moment, you might be on a course, a pathway that if you don't choose to correct, could cost you big time. It could cost you your peace, your joy, your integrity, your name, your reputation, your purpose, even a promise that you have been waiting to see manifest for a very long time. It could cost you your job, your business, your marriage, a relationship, an awesome opportunity. A divine appointment. Your rejection or continued rejection of the instructions that come directly from your manufacturer could cost you your life. As I end this segment, let me leave you with these few words from your manual. And I implore you to weigh them seriously against your life and see where you stand. It is found in the book of Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you, the priestly nation, have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you, that you shall shall be no priest to me. Seeing you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. The message version puts it this way. My people are ruined because they don't know what's right or true. Because you've turned your back on knowledge, I've turned my back on you. Because you refuse to recognize the revelation of God, I'm no longer recognizing your children. Your lack of knowledge or not knowing may be associated with ignorance. Or it could be associated with you flat out rejecting God's instructions. Either way, the result could be catastrophic. The impact goes well beyond you. Your children could suffer as a result of the place you currently occupy. Saul's son, Jonathan, never made it to the throne he was by default supposed to occupy. Instead, he died in the heat of battle on the same ground where his father committed suicide. Let me challenge you to take some time and examine yourself. If you're walking or living in error... You need to repent. Repentance means to change your way of thinking. There is a way of thinking that seems right to humans. But that way, if it's independent of God, will always lead to loss, death, and destruction. Only you know where you stand in this regards. And at the end of the day, the decision to aim at getting it right the first time at doing things God's way is entirely up to you. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for being the God of wisdom. I thank you that before the foundations of the earth were laid, you had plans in place for every one of us. In fact, Lord God, it's because of the plans that you have in place for us while we're here, while we're on the earth. I pray, Lord God, that you will help us to seek you with our whole hearts, Lord God. You said that we should trust in you with our whole hearts not leaning to our own understanding but to acknowledge you in all of our ways so that you can direct our paths we don't want to lose out on the plans and the promises and the destiny that you have in mind for us like Saul did if Saul was only obedient to you if he was just responsive to the instructions and the protocols that you established for him to follow Lord God you promised that you would have established his kingdom maybe forever but he failed, and because he failed to respond to you, the kingdom that you established, Lord God, is the king that we hear of even in our times, King David. I pray that, Lord, you'll forgive us for those times when we disobeyed you or violated your laws. And I pray, God, that if we're in the middle of a situation right now in our lives where we're doing something that is inconsistent with what you've established, help us to get it together together. And help us to begin moving in the direction that you have called us to move. So that the plans and the promises, Lord God, can be established for our lives and our destiny secured. We ask this in your son's name. Amen. My prayer for you is that you will be blessed in every aspect of your life. The kind of blessing that makes one rich without the toil and the hard labor. The kind of blessing that only comes to those who make the decision to do things God's way. Seek to capitalize on every opportunity that he sends your way. It is a part of your design to usher you into your destiny. So be prepared. Be ready. Do what you need to do to maximize on the opportunities that will come your way. And when the doors swing wide open, do not be afraid to go boldly into the unknown. Remember, if you are with him as he purposes to be with you, there is absolutely no need to fear. Don't miss your moment. I want to thank you again for joining me on this week's segment of the Building According to Pattern podcast series. It's always a pleasure being able to share with you from the heart of your master manufacturer. And for those of you who have not had a chance to visit my podcast page to view the list of archived messages from September of 2013, that address is batplc.podbean.com. And just to let you know, too, that you are able to access all the messages on my website, that address is batplc.com. Now when you visit the website, I'm going to encourage you to take the tour to discover the services that I provide under the auspices of the Building According to Pattern brand. And that includes personal life coaching, mentoring, motivational speaking for both small and large groups. Also scroll through the photo gallery as well as view the blogs that are on my my website. There is also an events calendar that is updated from time to time to show the schedules of upcoming speaking engagements, as well as other events that I might be involved with. You can also connect with me on any number of social media platforms, including Facebook, and I'm phone at Building According to Pattern. You could reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at GeorgiaBATPLLC, that's one complete word. I'm also on Google+. That is Building According to Pattern LLC and of course also on my YouTube channel where there are some messages that are available that you will not find on my podcast page. So please visit my YouTube channel and that address is Building According to Pattern LLC. Please feel free to leave me some feedback or comments. I always look forward to hearing from you. And you're able to leave your feedback on the podcast page or on my website or on Facebook or on Twitter or Instagram, Google+, whichever of these platforms you are more comfortable with, please let me hear from you. Finally, you can shoot me an email directly. And that email address is info, I-N-F-O, at buildingaccordingtopattern.com. My time is up. In fact, I think I ran over my time somewhat. So let's do this again next week. Until then, stay blessed, be blessed, and take care. I hope you have a productive week. Bye.